Greetings to you and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host, creator of Grace Life Coaching. It's a joy to be with you today as we spend this time together. It's a joy to be part of every day that we spend together. As I always say, time is our greatest commodity and the fact that you're investing even a little bit of time in this work, in work for you, is an incredible thing. I'm so happy. I'm so honored to be part of that work, but I'm happy that you're willing to invest in your own work, invest in yourself. We as a people can be so willing to empty ourselves for others, uh, giving away more of ourselves than we have to give, and in turn, not taking in what we need for ourselves. So the fact that you're here, the fact that you're participating, the fact that you're listening to this means that there's a desire for you to have at least some kind of investment in yourself, some kind of growth in yourself. And for that, I'm extraordinarily happy. I'm extraordinarily honored that you're choosing this time this expression to be part of that. So thank you for that. Thank you for being part of the work that we're doing together. I'm very blessed and I'm very honored to be part of that. Uh, If you find this podcast to be beneficial to you, then I would encourage you to share it out there. If you're connecting to it through one of the social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, then then share it and tag me in it. I'd love to see where you're at. I'd love to see where this work is going. Also, if you're listening on one of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, then follow us and give us a rating and review. Every positive rating and review that the podcast gets is one more opportunity for the platform to see that people are paying attention, that people are listening, and that they want to grow. And so what they do is then they're like, hey, you know, uh, these people are looking for self-help, they're looking for coaching, they're looking for betterment of life. Let's direct them to this podcast. Let's direct them to this information. So that's really great. That's really awesome. Thank you for being part of that. And if you want to reach out to me directly, if you want to do uh, some coaching or you have a conversation, as long as we can find a common language, we can work together. Uh, The website is gracelifecoaching.com, all one word, all lowercase, gracelifecoaching.com. And you can get a hold of me that way. It's got all my contact information on it. So once again, thank you for that. And thank you for being part of this journey. Thank you for being part of this ride, this work. Not only am I enjoying giving it to you, but I'm enjoying doing it myself. And I'm, I, I really love to see people better. You know, this is definitely not proprietary information. I've said this before. It is out there. Uh, it's a conglomeration of a lot of things that I've read and seen and learned. And, and some of the things I've even done about myself or figured out about myself that I want to share with you. You know, why better yourself if you're not going to help other people be better? There's no, my light isn't dimmed if I help increase your light. And it's the joy of passing a candle out. You know, you know my background. You know that I, I am a, I'm a pastor. I'm a Lutheran pastor. Uh, this is not a Christian. This is not a an overtly Christian podcast. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not apolog- I'm not apologizing for it. Uh, but one of the rituals that we do in the church pretty often is lighting candles. Uh, as you may light candles at home or in any kind of self-help ritual or growth ritual. So in those rituals, when you light one candle off of another, you don't dim the light of the first candle to light the second one. As a matter of fact, when one candle lights another candle, the light grows. Well, if we think about supporting each other and lifting each other up as lighting another's candle, the more we lift each other up, not only did their light grow, but our light grows. We get better. We get stronger. We get we become better as people. That's what this means. That's why we do what we do. So I hope that you see that. I hope that you see that this isn't just me wanting to hear the sound of my own voice, but I want you to be better. I really do. And for you to be better, when you're better, I'm better. And when we're better together, then the world around us is better. It's just how it works. And it's what we want. So, so may we all be better together. May we all strive to help light each other's candle. Today, I want to talk about, um, you know, realizing what you know, 
Okay, uh, realizing what you know. So I'll, I'll start this with a story, kind of what I'm talking about. So my mother has a big grandfather clock, a big floor clock. It's a beautiful clock. She's had it for many years. Most of my adult life, I remember her having this grandfather clock. And every year, every few years, we would, um, she would have someone come out and, and have it serviced, cleaned and lubricated. That's what you do with clocks. You want to make sure that a clock is nice and lubricated so that it runs efficiently and it runs smoothly. So that every year she's done that. Well, and in the past few years, since we moved into our new home, we moved into our new home in 2017, we really haven't found a clock person to do this. So her clock has been in need of, of cleaning. It's been in need of some kind of servicing. Well, not being able to find someone to do the clock service, to, to clean it and lubricate it, uh, she had asked me if I would consider if I could do it. Well, you know, initially it's like, well, I don't know anything about clocks. I mean, I know how they work. I know that they tick tock, tick tock, and you wind them and, and that kind of stuff. And it's awesome. Uh, and so I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I can figure it out. And and after a little while of, of, of thinking about it, and I watched a couple of uh, videos on YouTube. YouTube's great for, you know, education stuff. What came to realize is I was allowing, I was allowing the opportunity uh, to paralyze me because I thought I needed to learn a completely new skill set. I thought I needed to, I, I was functioning under the impression that I needed to go back to absolutely square one. And that wasn't the case. Once I really kind of broke it down and rationalized it out, that really wasn't the case. Okay. So let, let me talk about what I mean here, because most of the skill set I needed to clean and lubricate my mother's clock, I already had. I already knew. I already knew how to clean things. Use a little vacuum. I got a little, you know, little rechargeable vacuum cleaner and and a makeup brush. And you can use some toothpicks or toothpicks, uh, Q-tips. You can use toothpicks too if you need to clean something really, really, uh, really, really intricate. But I knew how to clean things, and I knew how to clean small things. I work with, uh, you know, toy trains. So I take toy trains apart sometimes and clean them out and put them back together. And I lubricate them. So it's like okay. Here is here's this job, this task that I want to complete. And I want to complete it for my brother, my mother, but I also want to complete it for the betterment of the clock. And most of the skill set I already I needed, I already had. I knew how to lubricate things because I'd done it before. I'd worked on cars, I worked on trains. I know how to work with there's different kind of oils. I know that because I cook, you know, canola oil and olive oil and and I do oil in cars sometimes. And so so now what I came to realize is that the amount of knowledge I needed for this particular task was only about 20%. I only needed about 20% new knowledge. And actually, in this particular case, it was more like 12% new knowledge. So I already possessed about 88% of the knowledge I needed to complete this task. I just needed about 12% of knowledge. And what I needed was what kind of oil to use, where to lubricate, the clock and how to access the clock to lubricate it. Now, how to access it, I kind of figured out on my own just by looking at the clock. Grandfather clocks, um, this style of grandfather clock anyway, has side panels uh, that are they're, they're screens actually where the sound comes out when the clock chimes. They just pop off. Okay, so hey, look at that. They pop off and I'm looking into the clock. Okay, I'm looking into the clock. Now, there's a lot of intricate little pieces in there where to lubricate. Well, so what I do is I look at the name of the clock. I go on YouTube. I type in how to lubricate this type of clock. And there's a three minute video and I see what kind of oil the, the clock person is using, which is perfect. I find that on Amazon. I order it. 
All right, I get it in a couple of days. And to oil a clock, to lubricate a clock, anywhere that has movement where metal touches metal. Well, that's pretty easy. I'm thinking, you know, is there like a like a little lubrication point? No, anywhere that metal touches metal, that's where you put a drop of lubricant. Okay. Well, you know what? I mean, I can tell where metal touches metal and I can see where things move. So all of a sudden, this major task became very doable because I came to realize that most of the knowledge I needed, I already possessed. And that's the point that I want to make. The point I want to make is usually when we are encountering something new, we are working with knowledge that we already have. We either need to figure out that we have it or reapply it in a different way. Okay. Like I, I, I just mentioned cooking. Okay. So you know how to fry a hamburger and you know how to fry an egg. So can you fry a bologna sandwich? Well, you should be able to because you're using the same skill set. It's just a different piece of meat. Okay. You know how to cut an onion and you know how to cut a piece of broccoli. Can you cut a carrot? Again, you know how to cut things. It's just applying something new. Now I know I'm being really, really kind of trivial, but, but the triviality of it is really, really important because it is the trivial things that we allow ourselves to be paralyzed by. Let's, let, let's put it this way. Let's talk about, let's go in a completely different direction. Let's talk about weight loss, okay? Or no, let's not talk about weight loss. Let's talk about getting in shape. Let's talk about going to the gym and getting in shape, okay? So it's sometimes for some people, going to the gym and getting in shape is, is paralyzing. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do these machines or anything of that nature. Well, let's talk about walking on the treadmill. You know how to walk, right? You know what shoes to wear when you're walking for longer distances, and if you don't, it's very easy to figure out, you know, you need special shoes or better shoes when you're walking long distances. So you go to the gym. I go to the gym. I work out at a place called Planet Fitness. Some of you may be familiar with it and they have exercise equipment. Now, if I'm unfamiliar with a piece of exercise equipment, I can go and ask somebody and they'll fill me in in the knowledge, but I know how to walk. I just need to know what buttons to push and how fast to go on the treadmill. Those are the specific information. I don't need to figure out how to walk again just to go walk on a treadmill. I just have to figure out how to work the treadmill, which is a small amount of knowledge compared to learning how to walk. You see, but what we do, what we do when we're confronted with something new is that we convince ourselves or we believe that we have to learn a whole new set of skills. And most of the time, we don't because we already possess a large portion of those skills in our mind, in our experience, okay? Even if it's something very, very specific, you still possess some skills within it. And so, and that's the thing. How do we, how do we overcome new stuff paralysis? How do we overcome being paralyzed by doing something new? Uh, and that the reality is that most of the time when we're doing something new, we already possess a great deal of skill in some other area that we can reapply accordingly to break down the amount of new in the new situation. Okay, so how do we begin to deal with this? How do we begin to, to apply this, to make this, more, uh, to make this more accessible? Well, the first thing we want to do is we want to make sure that we are pretty clear about what we've done, know our memories, and, and know our skill set. 
Okay, I'm I'm very aware of my skill set. I'm very aware of the things that I can do, or at least the things that I've done. All right, and so that I can access those skill sets, access those knowledge, and apply that knowledge across spectrums. Okay, so like I said, lubricating a toy train and lubricating a grandfather clock are two very different actions, but the details are what separates them: the oil, the placement. But, but the, the act of lubricating, using oils, that's something that's very, I mean, that, that, that's very easy. I know how to do that. So knowing our skill set, allowing ourselves to look into what we've done and being able to apply them in a different way, knowing our skill sets and trusting that the skill sets we have are capable. We're able to do this. We're able to use those skill sets for something better. So, so when we're able to look at our own skill sets and say, okay, you know what? That's within my wheelhouse of skills. I've done this before. I know what this looks like before. Maybe I've never potted a corpse plant, which we have one here in the Northeastern Ohio area, but I've planted plants. So now I just figure out if I'm going to plant a corpse plant, how to do that. Okay. Maybe I've never, um, peeled a dragon fruit before, but I've peeled an orange before, and it's a pretty similar idea of taking the outer skin off the flesh, so I just need to figure out how to peel a dragon fruit. You see, you, you see, what I'm talking about here is allowing ourselves to evaluate our own skill sets and say, where are we already applying some of these things, and now we just need to learn the specific details. That takes a huge amount of pressure off of us because we are not creating something brand new. We are not starting from scratch. And rarely, my brothers and sisters, rarely do we start from scratch with anything. We just don't realize that our brain is already using these skill sets in new and different ways. They're already making synapse connections. What we do, though, is we allow something new to paralyze us so much that those synapse connections, those realities that our brain is already making connections, we short circuit or we doubt. They can't do that. We can't do that. I can't do that. Well, why not? You can do that. Again, I'll go back to the grandfather clock. Well, if you if you sew a button then you can lubricate a grandfather clock. You're already working with 60% of the muscle movement and memory between a needle and thread and a lubrication bottle with a, with a, long, um, with a, long, drop, uh, a long drop feeder. So, but be able to say, look, I don't know anything about you know, lubricating a grandfather clock, but I, but I sew buttons on shirts. I have at least 60% of the muscle memory to be able to use my hand and to be that detailed. Now I just need to learn the details. You see how that works. So it's about being able to find the connections and looking around and saying, you know what, I can see how I can apply knowledge A to, to situation B, skill A to situation B. I don't have to be paralyzed in thinking I have to do everything from scratch. Okay, know your skill set and, and, and be very aware of your skill sets. And then look at the whole of the circumstance. You know, kind of break it down. I mean, when I looked at, again, when I looked at lubricating the clock, I allowed the whole idea to kind of blind me, overwhelm me, rather than saying, all right, well, let's break it down into what we're going to be doing and what do I already know how to do? All right. I know how to do all of these things. I just need to figure out these little three or four things. Why am I allowing these little three or four things to paralyze me from all of the things that I already know how to do? That's not feasible. So then once I figure out what I don't know how to do, then it's time to focus on getting those answers. 
which is what I did. I know how to lubricate things. I know that there's different kind of oils. So I need to figure out what kind of oil to use and where to make the oil, where to put the oil. Well, that's like 12% of the knowledge. And I, and I applied it. We are, we are set. I mean, if you're listening to this, that means that you're at least internet enough savvy to be listening to podcasts. Well, if you're internet savvy to be listening to podcasts and you can go on to uh, any podcast site um, or you can go on to any kind of free video real site and type in how to do a, and you're going to find a video on it. You're going to find two videos. You're probably going to find more videos than two. Uh, because there's there's a video out there for just about anything that you want to do. So the knowledge is there. What often happens is that we uh, we paralyze ourselves by thinking we have to learn everything. And the other thing that we the other thing that we do, and, and this is really kind of a great mental trick. I don't want to learn anything new. So I'm just going to look at myself and say, well, I shouldn't have to, you know, YouTube a video for for how to how to clean a clock or how to lubricate a clock. Um, I mean, I can do this kind of stuff, or I'm too stupid to do this kind of stuff. No, you're not. You just need to learn specific details. You already have a lot of the information already within your skill set. So focus on the details that you don't know, trusting in the things that you do know. And while you're focusing on those details, you may learn that, you know what, I've got this. I actually have this stuff downstairs in my workroom because I use it for my trains. Or I actually have this stuff in my, in my sewing kit because I use this for my sewing machine or whatever. Okay. But the fact is this, the point is this, the point is don't allow the idea of something new to paralyze you because you don't know details when you're already possessing 60, 70, 80% of the skill set. Um, allow what you know to apply to your life and then find the details or find the answers that you don't know. It can really pull us out of paralysis. And you can apply this anywhere, okay? You can apply this to cooking, right? If you're a, if you're a chef or you cook, you like to cook, all right? And um, you, know, you like to cook and you get a piece of meat that you've never worked with before. Well, it's not like, well, I'm not going to use this because I, you know, I can't cook this. You can cook. You just, figure out how, you just have to figure out how to cook that. Well, that information is easy to find. Open a cookbook. Open a recipe book. Uh, how do you make crab cakes? Well, I don't know. Well, I, I know how to cook. I know how to chop. I know how to use vegetables. I know how to use spices. Let's just figure out the particulars. You know, when you're reading a recipe to cook, the recipe assumes a great deal of already implied knowledge, doesn't it? Like how to measure things, like what spices are, or, um, or how, to, how to separate dry and wet ingredients. So a recipe already assumes that the person reading it has a great deal of implicit knowledge. And when you approach a recipe, you approach it with a great deal of implicit knowledge, don't you? And if there's a piece that you have to do in there that you don't know about, you can look it up. You don't have to shut it all down because I don't know the difference between butter and brown butter. You just have to look it up. You just have to figure it out. But when we allow something new to paralyze us because we think we have to learn an entire new skill set, we do ourselves a disservice. So when you're confronted with something new, when you're confronted with something that you're going to do for the first time and it paralyzes you, it overwhelms you, take a step back and say, what do I already know? What do I already know here in this circumstance? What do I already know about what I have to do? And what can I apply? What knowledge can I apply to this circumstance? Then what do I need to learn? 
Okay, very different reality. Because once you learn that, once you figure that out, things become different. Things become so much better because you're not paralyzed by something new. You're just having to find the specific details. Very different. And actually, it's quite freeing in all things. And it can be quite freeing in all circumstances. You can apply it everywhere to having difficult conversations, to meeting new people, to changing your life. All right. Most of the knowledge we need, we already possess. We just need to learn to reapply it in different ways. All right, my friends, that's what I got for you for today. I hope that's helpful. Like I said, if this is if this podcast is helpful for you, share it out there. Get it out there on the social media platforms. Uh, if you're on Spotify or iHeartRadio, then follow us. Give us a rating and review. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, GraceLifeCoaching.com is the website if you would like to reach out. As always, here at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.